became a head of a, of a small primary school um, and was doing really well in the school and everybody was quite happy with what I was doing but I was putting myself under an awful lot of pressure um, and becoming quite obsessive about stuff that people wouldn't have seen or might have seen and thought well that's really good my, my office was obsessively tidy um, I was always proactive and dealt with everything when it happened straight away there was nothing in my entry. So I was in the school for about three or four years, uh, getting increasingly tired, uh, massive headaches, uh, getting more and more stressed about things, uh, beginning to lose my vision of where I wanted to, to take things. So what happened was I, I thought, well, how, how can I change this? What can I do about it? So I didn't discuss it with anybody. I didn't tell anybody at work. I told my wife. I mean, it was obvious to my wife that I wasn't well because every holiday I was just completely zonked. Um, so I started looking for other work. I, I thought, well, if I can teach, if I can become an art, an art teacher, I can do that easily. It won't be a problem uh, because I don't need to do all the related stuff that a head teacher has to do. I can just go in and teach. So I got a job in a, a special school teaching art. And, and on the build-up to that, I thought this is like early retirement, it's going to be a doddle. So I was on sort of a high, but it was quite a bizarre thing to do. I should have been looking at bigger schools and taking on more responsibility, not looking for a, a massive salary cut and, a, and an, easier, an easier ticket. So in some ways, I think at that stage, I should have been challenged, but I kept it to myself till it was too late. So I got this job in this special school and I didn't know how bad and how different the school was going to be. Uh, and it was just completely out of my remit. The children were, were violent, they were abusive, uh, they didn't want to know, they, they, it was just another world. And I actually managed four days. Um, it started at the beginning of the new term in September. Um, I went in the first day and I immediately realised it was just a completely ridiculous thing to have done. Um, I didn't know how to deal with the children. Um, I asked the de I said to the deputy head, I think I've made a big mistake. And he said to me, well, I've just come back off ill health um, and I'm thinking of resigning myself. So I, didn't, I couldn't turn to him. I didn't want to go to the head teacher because I thought she was so excited about me going to the school having all that experience and I just felt such a failure. So I, I just I just lost it. It just been accumulation of many years of trying to carry on and uh, do something that I was finding more and more stressful and I just completely, completely broke down basically. It wasn't just the sadness of depression, it was a physical sense inside like a a tightening of knotting in, in your stomach, but, but also my faculties of, I couldn't read, I couldn't do any mathematics, I couldn't fill a bill in, I couldn't plan. There were loads of stuff. I mean, I was looking after my daughter, but that was it, and I was keeping the house tidy, but as far as any other interaction was concerned, it wasn't there. So I paid to see a psychiatrist, and he wrote this massive tome of stuff on me, and for the first time I started to feel, well, yes, this is me and this has been me. And he said to me, um, you've had 22 successful years, close the door and walk away from it and start to get on with the rest of your life, which is easier said than done, but it was good advice. 
Um, so he submitted to pensions and that came back rejected. And the reasons they gave for the rejection was that I hadn't had strong enough SSRIs, I hadn't had any CBT, I, I was, basically the crux of it was that I was far too young. Um, so of course the consultant went Larry. he was really annoyed about it. Uh, and he, he's, he got me in contact with a C, CBT therapist that he knew, who um, saw me and said, you're really not well enough to go back into any school situation. I can make your life better, but you'll not go back into school. So she signed me off and said that I wasn't fit to go back. By that time, the GP was supporting me. Uh, so we resubmitted. I had to go back onto some further medication, which I didn't want to do. And that just made me feel like a zombie. I mean, don't get me wrong, for some people, it's the right thing. But for me, it wasn't. Um, so I went on to further medication. And after a couple of months, they actually awarded me my pension. In some ways, there was a bit of a, a relief in that I could start to, to try and move forward. But then I was searching about for what could I do? What do I need to do to support the family? How can I get some form of work? Uh, which I couldn't do on a pension, but I thought, well, I want to do something. So I, by that time, it was two years, and uh, I watched a a film with Alistair Campbell in it talking about Time to Change and I contacted Time to Change and they took me on uh, as something called an involvement worker which was like once a month or once every six weeks they would go and have some form of uh, conference with teachers or doctors and I would give my testimony, tell my story and that sort of started to, to make me feel a bit better about myself. Three or four years after my, my initial breakdown, I had a relapse and it was darker and deeper than the first time. It was horrendous. And it was at that point that I thought, I really need to do something about this, not just for me, but obviously for the rest of my family because I was really at the point where it wasn't a suicidal thought, but a thought that I could just switch off. And I... I can't describe it any other way, but it was just a case that I couldn't take any more. I will just switch off. Whatever that was, that's where I felt. So I thought at that stage, I need to get some support. So whilst I was doing some stuff with Time to Change, they have this um, policy where they um, talk to you about how your health is and how you're doing. And I was chatting to this woman and she said, have you had any proper counselling? And I said, no, I haven't. She said, well, go to Mind. Go and ask at Mind in Doncaster. So I went, took a big deep breath and went. And I met this woman who was a counsellor there, and she was fabulous. And I should have had six weeks with her. I ended up having six months. She told me about ruminating and not sleeping and patterns and cycles of despondency. And I didn't know any of that. And I, I just wondered why. I was always exhausted and basically I would go to bed at night and do a full day's work during the night without even realising it in my head and wake up exhausted again or not sleeping because of the stuff that was going around in my head and I wasn't able to break the cycle because I didn't know about it. So I got a bit angry but then relieved that maybe I can do something about that now. During the counselling uh, I was able to think back a lot about my childhood. I, I wrote quite a lot about my childhood. Um, 
And I think with depression and anxiety, for, for many people, it's a trigger. It's, a, it's something that's happened that's caused that way of living your life. Um, and I think I was able to identify that because I'd lost my father when I was 14 and suddenly gone into this very responsible, very grown-up mode of being the person to, to deal with stuff, that I'd started on this massive cycle of being very sensible and uh, um, having to do the right thing all the time and I got onto this treadmill of, of uh, being the person who had to make all the decisions and do everything uh, and I think that carried on until I was 44 so it was like 30 years of it so it's hardly surprising that when I got to 45 I burnt out because I'd never stopped and I think when I got to 55 I suddenly thought, look, you've been retired for 10 years, just enjoy being retired instead of trying to find the next thing to do. So I stopped chasing stuff, set up my art website, did a lot more painting, and I said, next time anybody says, what do you do? I'll say, I'm an artist, not I used to be a head teacher, but. And I'll say, now I'm an artist, 